0: Sports is recorded in Harrisonburg, Virginia, in the heart of the Shenandoah Valley. Starring
1: Dave. Surprising little fun fact, King Griffey Jr. was the first number one overall draft pick to go into the Hall of Fame.
0: Chris. ALCS MVP for the Houston Astros,
1: Gary Sanchez. Brad. If you're a professional. Act like you've gotten criticism before because obviously you have. And Joe. And yeah, Chris Davis is awful.
0: And now... 4-D Sports. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of 4-D Sports. Usually, we try to tuck the interview in toward the middle or end of the episode. This week, we're just going to open up with it. We've got Matt Neal of the Strasburg Express with us. Uh, Dave and Brad are on the line as well. And Matt, your Strasburg Express still sitting in first place a game and a half at the time of recording. You guys are currently ahead of the Newmarket Rebels at the time of recording. Uh, so it looks like you might be able to hold on to that game and a half lead, but you're at the midway point in that game. So we'll see, but regardless of how this game turns out, your team again, has found a way to continue to dominate in the Northern division. I I know you and your brother work, uh, together to assemble this roster. Just talk about what the mess, uh, what you guys have gone through. I know you had some injuries a few weeks ago and you just had to plug some people in, but talk about that process.
2: We've lost, as of uh, today, we've lost 18 players this summer, <clears throat> which is second to our record of 20 players last summer. Um, so it just gets to a point where this league is a battle of, of attrition. And really, it's not its not how big your team is at, at the start. It's how good the quality of replacement you can get towards the end. Um, so, for example, we found pitchers from as far as away as the Dominican this week. We brought in, uh, so I mean, we've really tried to to check every outlet possible just to find healthy arms. Um, I mean, the way the way colleges treat arms nowadays, you got you got D3 schools shutting down kids with 40 innings. Um, so it's really hard to find quality arms. It's even harder to keep them here for the whole summer.
0: Uh, you go into that international market like the Orioles now. That's good news. Um,
2: <laughs> We're trying to.
0: Yeah. Um, talk about the job Coach Brock Moss has, or Moss has done. He's He comes in this year, and again, I mentioned, it's no stranger to see Strasburg near the top of the Northern Division, but you guys do it again. Talk about your impression of him and his staff this season.
2: Well, Brock's an outstanding coach. She's very advanced in terms of analytics. Um. Actually we time kind of worried we were gonna lose him to the Houston Astros. He made it to the second round of interviews for the coaching job at the rookie ball spot, I believe. Um, so he keeps close tabs on all our players. He keeps obviously normal stats, then they have the second a second set of stats he's kind of showing them who's outperforming their numbers, who's underperforming. Um, So Brock does a fantastic job of keeping the guys in check. And quite frankly, playing for the baseball, uh, this is a grind. Uh, And keeping the guys in check and motivated is one of the most important parts of playing in the Valley, uh, or or any league, quite frankly. So Brock's been fantastic. uh, We have hoped to get him here for about two or three summers. Um, His wife's pregnant, so he's done with, with baseball in summertime after this year. So... Kind of a kind of unfortunate, but obviously we're excited for Brock and his wife to welcome their uh,
0: their newborn child. So, all right. Well, I want to give you a chance. Last week, Dave and I talked about um, going to Strasbourg, and uh, unfortunately for you guys, you got swept in the double header. But Brad was really <laughs> fixated on the pants. Um, I know we got a response from the team on Twitter, letting us know that you did indeed wear white pants. Uh, but okay, that's good. I wanted to give you a yeah, chance to respond always. to the uniform criticism
2: all we have are white pants. I, I, I'm actually critical we don't have gray pants. Um, I have wanted to have a full charcoal uniform set for a couple of years now, um, but that keeps being shot down. So all we have are <laughs> white pants. We have three uniform tops. Uh, and, Joe, you'll be excited to know that the camouflage jersey will be the next to, to filter out. All right. Well, that's good news for me. Uh, that's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean I mean really but with, with uniforms nowadays, how thin they are. You get five or six years per jersey tops. So
0: Well, Matt, I wanted to talk to you. I know you say it's a war of attrition in this league. Uh mm-hmm. Woodstock has really caught on fire here recently, gaining ground on you guys, mm-hmm. but you guys are mm-hmm. still in the lead as you head into the playoffs. The Valley Baseball League playoffs are kind of a monster in themselves. Uh where mm-hmm. last year underdogs kind of Ran rough shot over the league. Uh, talk about what you're expecting to see out of Strasburg as we get into the postseason.
2: Our goal every year, uh, the easy answer is to say we want to win the North. Uh, in reality, we want to get to the playoffs as healthy as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we don't play these games to win the Northern Championship. We, we play these games to challenge and win rings. So our goal is to get to the 22-23 win mark as fast as possible, um, knowing that once you get there, you're kind of set for a playoff earth. Now your seed might vary. Once you get there, you're pretty much locked in. So once we get there, we then start trying to plan and set up our playoff rotations. So, um, you know, Woodstock might make a surge here that they have for the second half of the season. They might for the next four or five days. But um, we'll never sacrifice trying to win the North. For that playoff front, so essentially, we've got our we, we've got our rotation set for the next four days plus the first two rounds of the playoffs. I'm sorry, the, the first two games of the playoffs, I should say. So, um, really, the goal is to clinch as fast as possible to start getting that planning set up.
0: So, I know you guys have been busy, uh, you know, with family life as well outside of the Strasburg Express. But I want to talk to you about, you know, some of the teams you've been able to see Strasburg play and have come through, and just talk about some other teams that have really impressed you um, and I guess Woodstock is one of those I mean we've mentioned them a couple of times I've I've been really impressed with them going from five wins to 22 already uh, but and then you look in the south and there's a couple really good teams in Waynesboro and Charlottesville too yeah the, the,
2: the north tends to get picked on a little bit folks kind of Knocked him down and they kind of assume the, mouse, the, the the South is kind of the monster so to speak. But the Norse had a, a pretty good year. I think they want us knocked off a couple of the big guys. I know Woodstock has for certain. Um, you know the second Woodstock hired Coach Bocock and those guys, we knew there was going to be a resurgence there obviously um to do it quite this quick is pretty impressive. But um you no know, the North's pretty strong uh, Woodstock's impressive man. They can swing it. They've had hitters all year long. Um, coach Bocock did a great job of filtering out arms. Uh, two or three times to get some to get some higher end arms in here, so to speak. Uh so what's Dr. Very real threat uh, As is they had a pitcher we saw two nights ago who was phenomenal. He struck out uh twelve of our hitters in five innings. Um I mean we are pretty lucky to beat them. So um the North's pretty solid and quite frankly Percival, Um although they're currently outside looking in, they've had a pretty strong second half. So um the North is no cakewalk for certain.
0: Yeah. Well and I know you guys have a lot of mashers yourself. I mean, you I know, I've know i seen you and John uh, from all things Valley League going back and forth a little bit about questions on what the record is. And I mean, you guys are – it's a small park up there, but, I mean, you're still killing the ball. The night Dave and I were there, we saw uh, Sonny D uh, put one on the moon. So you guys got some guys who can crush the ball
2: too. We do. We do. We're not. The the problem with us is is Woodstock's offense is so consistent and ours is so up and down. Uh, We had one one stretch for three straight games. We had bases loaded, nobody out, scored only two runs total, I think. Um, So our our offense can be really good or really bad. There's no in between. Um, And as far as our park is concerned, it's all it, it is short, right? So the power numbers are always going to be skewed a little bit. Uh, one thing folks don't mention, though, is the outfielders, because of being shorter, the outfielders play closer to the infield than in most ballparks. So in actuality, while power numbers will surge, averages dip a little bit because some of those soft line drafts usually fall in or caught pretty easily at, uh, at first bank park.
0: Well, Matt, um, we've talked to your brother a couple times. We haven't had you on the podcast yet, so we're going to ask you the questions that you know are coming because I know you listen and usually give us some feedback. Uh, Always. What is your favorite animated Disney movie?
2: I've got a three and a half year old daughter and a one and a half year old daughter. Uh so judge me through those limbs. Uh right now frozen frozen's a really big hit in our house right now. Um <laughs> they'd be our they'd be a one seed, and probably Moana I'd probably be a, a, a two seed.
0: Okay. I haven't seen Moana yet. I have seen Frozen. Um yeah. <laughs> frozen is
1: his favorite.
0: I, I don't know if I would say favorite, but I understand the situation. Uh and then uh the second question What is a song that you like that you're afraid to admit to other people?
2: As a 34 year old um, married man, the fact that I have pretty much every chain smoker song known to mankind on my, on my <laughs> Spotify is kind of embarrassing. Um, <laughs> for my job, I I travel a lot and I find chain smokers to be incredibly relaxing. So, uh, chain smokers, <laughs> Justin Bieber, and Jonas Brothers, probably all three. Does that
1: include, <laughs> does that include the selfie song?
2: It does. It includes all of them. Uh, just. It's it's really really unfortunate. I have an awful taste in, in in music, but uh, but I enjoy it.
0: <laughs> uh, don't so, be ashamed man. of the Chainsmokers, man. I'm with you on the Chainsmokers. We, we love
1: them too. That's good. Do it, good. I'm, yeah, that's selfie that selfie <laughs> song.
0: That selfie song is something else. But
2: it ma- <laughs> is. It is. And again, they're just. the newest song. Uh, do you mean with Ty Dolla is is a personal favorite of
0: mine. All right. Well, thanks again, Matt, for coming on and joining us. Uh, I also know you're an Orioles fan, so God bless. Oh, gosh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah thanks. thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, thank you.
0: Again, thanks to Matt Neal for joining us uh, from the Strasburg Express. It uh, means a lot to us whenever somebody takes time out of their busy lives to talk to us, whether it's at the park or on the phone. Uh, guys, we heard Frozen. Um, I know Brad and I kind of chimed in a little bit. Dave, your, your thoughts on Frozen?
3: My thoughts on Frozen? I mean, uh, I don't know. It's probably my least favorite Disney movie.
0: Wow, least? Uh, least,
3: like
1: at the
0: bottom. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I, mean, just, just I told you all when it came out, it was going to be a big
0: hit. <laughs> you did, but I think you're reasoning was flawed, but we won't go into that. Um, <laughs> he mentioned Moana. I
3: have seen Moana. Moana's not bad. Okay. And um, I enjoyed watching Moana.
0: All right. I was going to say, I haven't seen Moana yet. It's on Netflix. I need to see it. Um, But yeah, it's on the list. And then his songs, Chainsmokers. I'm all about Chainsmokers. Um, Brad likes the selfie song. I don't know if he likes any other chain Chainsmokers.
1: Dude, uh, I like the Chainsmokers.
0: Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure. I, Dave is kind I of like on the, the fence, selfie. right?
3: I either really like their song or I, I hate their songs. Like, I like the selfie song. I like Don't Let Me Down. Yeah. Something. Uh, roses. A couple others. roses.
0: Roses. roses. <laughs> I do like Roses. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, there's some good ones. Um, <laughs> And then the, the Beebs and the Jonas Brothers. Now, the one Jonas brother is in DNCE. I kind of like DNCE. Uh, I don't love the Jonas brothers and I don't love Justin Bieber, but you know what? To each their own. Yeah,
3: that's guilty for sure. That's a banana split with extra ice cream. Guilty pleasure.
0: Son. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to the Valley baseball league. Uh, we mentioned Woodstock and their offensive explosion uh, this weekend. They exploded on the Covington Lumberjacks uh, winning 23 to five in a game that Woodstock just really, I mean, they hung 14 and in one inning. So you can take away that inning. It's still not a good score if you're Covington, but that inning alone mm-hmm. would have beaten Covington. Uh, and so Covington speaking of the Lumberjacks, they're in the playoffs right now. they're, th- The three seed. They're a half game ahead of Stanton, uh, and they're two games ahead of Harrisonburg, who is still chasing a playoff spot. Harrisonburg beat Stanton last night, and so that pulled them within a game and a half. They're still alive. Harrisonburg needs to win out, though. They have to beat Waynesboro and Charlottesville, which looks like a tall order the way those two teams are playing. Uh, Waynesboro, 26-11, first place in the South, best record in the league. Charlottesville, two games behind them. They're the second best record in the league right now, at 25 and 14. Strasburg has some games to make up. They're 23 and 14. They lead the North. Woodstock, as we mentioned, 22 and 16, a game and a half back of Strasburg. Those four teams appear to be the very, very best in the league. And then Newmarket, Winchester, Percival, they're kind of all battling right now for two playoff spots in the North. And I mentioned Covington, Stanton, and Harrisonburg. They're battling for two playoff spots in the South. Guys, we have seen, I think we've seen everybody in the South or I have seen everybody in the South. I've seen Stralsburg and Woodstock. I haven't seen, I don't think I've seen Newmarket Winchester or Percival yet. I mean, we need to get out to some more games, and the playoffs, unfortunately, will be coming sooner rather than later. With all the rainouts, though, they are getting pushed back. I saw where the, the playoffs are starting Sunday, no matter what, so I guess that means we're going to start seeing some, like we did last year, some double headers where teams are on the road uh, for two games, but uh, at, at different places. But we'll have to see what happens. I know right now, the 26th, uh, which is Friday, is the last day that they have a game scheduled. We'll have to see if they move a game to Saturday or not.
3: I believe they added a the day to the season.
0: Yeah. Uh, so it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Look, there's nothing the Valley can do about rain. I know we've joked about it on this podcast before, Build a Dome. But, I mean, short of that, there's really <laughs> nothing they can do to control it. <clears throat> Uh, it just is what it is. Uh, today, obviously, some games got rained out today with the storms that came through. I think so. It, it's just it's one of those things, and unfortunately, uh, Mother Nature. We can only do so much to control it, but and I think some games. I think some games that were doubleheaders got postponed because of the heat this weekend. Because it was you know a hundred degrees, and you can't have guys playing out in hundred degree heat uh, playing doubleheaders. It's not safe. So it stinks, but uh, that's the weather. So. To talk about the league, though, Dave, I guess, who have you seen this season?
3: Uh, let me think. I know we uh, we saw Harrisonburg, like Front Royal, I'm pretty sure. Uh, oh, we Star- did see Front Royal, Brooklyn. yeah. Um, we usually make it to at least one or two new market games, but I don't think we were able to get any new market ones.
0: No, we haven't been at a new market yet.
3: So I haven't got to see nearly as many games as I'd like to this year, like you said, with the weather and different things going on. Uh, we've been
0: pretty limited. Brad, who have you seen?
1: Um, I believe the teams that I have not seen <clears throat> are Charlottesville, Covington, Percival, and Winchester. And maybe Woodstock.
0: Did you see Newmarket?
1: No. And market.
0: Okay, but you've seen Stanton and Waynesboro because you went to a Stanton-Waynesboro game. Okay, and then I think Dave and I saw Charlottesville. We saw them play Harrisonburg in the opener. I guess Brad didn't make it to that one. Um, Chris was with us. That's who was with us for that one. It's the lone game Chris has seen. (laughs) So um, Dave hasn't had a chance to see Waynesboro, it sounds like, which is a shame because I think that might be the best team in the league. Uh, we'll have to when these playoff games start, we're gonna try to make as many as we can with them being during the week, depending on where the games are being played could be a factor uh but we'll try to make do as many as we can, get as many interviews as we can too uh but I've been pretty impressed. I don't know how active you guys are on twitter i I'm usually the one running the Twitter page but and I don't know if you guys get on your personal twitters at all uh but
1: oh, that's a negative not a feature.
0: Cool. Well, you're missing out on uh, the Charlottesville Tom Sox, which are gift machines, and they're pretty good at it. Strasburg's good at it, too. Covington has gotten more active on social media. They've been pretty funny. Um, I, I guess what I'm saying here, if you're, if you're running the social media for a Valley League team or you're part of a Valley League organization and you ha- are able to talk to the people running your social media, if you put gifts out, you're going to get my attention. And <laughs> I just want them to be funny. And a lot of them have been funny. I will tell you an office gif will almost always get a like. Um, There's been some other ones that haven't been office related that I just find hilarious. Um, They get likes. Some of them get retweets. Um, Yeah, we're in the business of funny gifts. So keep doing it. If you're doing it, Charlottesville's doing a good job. Want to give a shout out to the Tom Sox. I know uh, we haven't been to Charlottesville yet this year, and we've only been to the season opener that they played in outside of that. We, I haven't seen Charlottesville. So, I'm going to need to see more of them because that opener was not their best night and they've been pretty good outside of that 25 and 14. Uh, So we'll be trying to make it to Charlottesville again. Waynesboro is probably going to get another visit. Winchester remains to be seen Uh, again. It depends on what happens with Saturday, whether they play or not. And then in the playoffs, uh, if they get to a weekend playoff game, there's a chance we could get to Winchester. Otherwise we're highly doubtful at this point to get to Winchester. Uh, and bridge forth this season, but we've been to Strasburg and I guess new market would probably new markets, probably the team in the North that's in play for the playoffs where we could get there uh, based on our work schedules. Uh, Dave and I, at least I know Brad is Brad is a different situation. Um,
1: I'm still a wild card right now.
0: Yeah. Up in Northern Virginia, but we'll have to see how that goes. Brad, I don't know if you saw it. I know Dave mentioned it to me. the Minnesota Twins during that triple play this week pretty impressive.
1: I'd seen it. um it took me a while to actually understand what they were doing with all the whatnot going on, <laughs> but because it just looked a little bit confusing to me at first. but I mean, it was pretty cool and anytime you get a triple play, it's I mean it's always enjoyable. it's a it's a good web gym,
3: Dave. Let me ask y'all this. Do you feel it's more impressive, especially on the the play like the Twins had, it's more impressive that they turned it, or do you think it's more of a bad job on the batter for hitting it the one place that you can turn a triple play right (laughs) to (laughs) the base?
0: I think it's impressive. I mean, it's hard to turn a triple play, period.
3: (laughs) Yeah. But if you're going to turn a triple play, can they ask for a better ball.
0: Agreed, but I mean, I don't know if I blame the batter.
1: I think it's almost more impressive that the umpires got it all right in one go. They didn't
0: have to review it. The umpires are bad, yeah. Well, um, I do want to also just again say the Orioles winning Sunday against the Boston Red Sox, a combined one hitter against Boston. It's the first series win against the Boston Red Sox for the Orioles since 2017. It was awesome. We did it against former Oriole, um, and he's playing like current Oriole, Andrew Kashner, who has imploded in both of his starts for Boston since being traded to the Red Sox. Keeping up with the Oriole way. Uh, Just know the fans back in Baltimore really appreciate it, Kashner. Keep it up. (laughs) And I do want to get ready to close this thing now, guys, but I want to ask, in terms of baseball, Dave, you went on a fun trip this weekend. You went to, was it, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Detroit, correct?
3: It was uh, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Detroit.
0: Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Detroit. Okay, tell us about your adventure this weekend.
3: It was a lot of fun. Uh, It's a really easy drive. It's only like three hours in between all those places, so it's a perfect baseball road trip. Uh, Hit up the Heinz History Museum. Saw PNC Park, which... Is as nice as advertised, really. It's got a great surrounding. It's got a wonderful view if you sit in the uh, close to the infield. You get the skyline with the, the bridges and everything. Um, the only knock I have on PNC is the concession area. It's kind of small, so it's kind of cramped. Uh-oh. And not much room to look around. Um, then hiked it up to Cleveland. Cleveland was pretty cool. That was probably my favorite park. Uh, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was sweet. If you get a chance to go to that. Um, their park feels really big, probably feel like the biggest park I've been to, uh, just when you're inside, it's got a lot of seats everywhere, uh, big concession area. Uh, they also have a lot of statues out front and then Detroit, which of course Detroit was the least crowded of the, uh, stadiums, <laughs> <laughs> but that was the most exciting game. You got to see a walk off home the Thanks to, uh. Castellanos let us get home a little bit earlier Um, but their ballpark is really cool I'll say they have the the coolest looking outside they have tiger statues like everywhere any entrance you go to you're going to see at least a few tiger statues Um, and some of them as tall as like the whole building so that's cool Cool atmosphere The Lions Stadium is literally right across the street Um, then the Pistons and Red Wings are just up the road that you can see where they play to so yeah, all all cities are really awesome. Um, it's an easy road trip if you live in this side of uh, the country. So I would recommend it to anybody who's a baseball fan. Well,
0: I know Brad and I are trying to make it. So far, we've made it to Nats Park, Orioles Park, and the Rangers. We keep getting stuck there.
1: Right. Yeah, we're we're kind of way behind.
0: We need to catch <laughs> up.
1: Every time you want to go to a Rangers
0: game, you just got to venture out somewhere. Else i know yeah, we gotta hit up
1: houston
0: we gotta hit up houston hit to, to yeah we gotta hit up houston i would think another easy trip to make would be uh either the two la's or the two oaklands or the, uh not two oaklands but oakland san fran uh to hit up on a weekend yeah. where they're both there and uh maybe even swing up to seattle on that one i'm not sure how yeah, far oakland, the distance yeah. is there
3: Oakland, San Fran's like only 20 minutes from each other. Right. And the LA and San Diego are too far from each other.
0: San Diego would be an easy one to hit up in the third one there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, close City are close. Dave, of the ballparks you've been to, can you rank them right now?
3: Yeah. Let's see. I think I've been to seven. Okay. Uh, so that's a sort little of ways to go myself. Um, I think I'll put. Start at
0: seven. Start, at seven. Start at seven. Start at seven.
3: All right, seven, okay. Start at seven. We got to go to America Park, Detroit.
0: Wow. Even though it
3: has the coolest outsides. <laughs> it was a nice thing. overall. It, it, it has like a little carousel and a parasol in it. It's cool. But other than that, there's just nothing that really grabs you besides the statues. Okay. Actually, you know what? Scratch it. I'll go to Washington last. Yeah. Love it. Love it.
0: Take that.
3: Washington's pretty cool, but uh, maybe if you can see the White House when you're sitting at the game, maybe it gets over. But. Uh, we'll it. go right. Washington for America. And then we'll go.
0: Sort of good stuff. Yeah, we're in the top five now. <laughs> <laughs> I think this all I got left here. Go to your map. You got the map. <sighs> Tread lightly. The fact that you're I waiting hate so to long. Do
3: it, but I
0: think I got to go Camden. No
3: no way Bowl. i think i do i mean camden's pretty cool but i don't know just the uh, the the park suite you got the little warehouse behind it but i don't know it's just the uh, the surrounding area doesn't draw you in
1: like the other parks yeah no i think kidding. i think we need to make another trip to baltimore and just get you more into the environment there
0: <laughs> in the stadium yes The environment in the stadium. Stadium
1: stadium and just like a block away, maybe.
0: And we'll race. We'll race to the Inner Harbor and just blindfold you on the way.
3: Yeah. Um. After that, I guess I'll go uh, PNC.
0: Okay. Haven't been to Um, PNC. Yeah, Pittsburgh.
3: I really like the area around PNC and the view, but yeah, just it just felt a little bit more cramped than my number two. Which would be
0: progressive field Well, that's Cleveland. number four. What's number three?
3: Leave
0: out. I don't know. We just skipped somebody. You said Baltimore was five. PNC was Washington, four.
3: Detroit, PNC.
0: Yeah, that's four. Okay, so what's three? Or have you only been to six? Is that only
3: six?
0: Maybe it's six. Okay, only six. Okay, so six, five, four, three. Okay, now we're on two. Six.
3: And maybe it's just because I'm a Red fan, too, but I'll go Cincinnati 1. But I like their Hall of Fame. It's literally right beside the stadium, and it's one of the nicest baseball Hall of Fames for a team. Uh, you got the Kentucky line with the bridges right behind it with the river, smokestacks, the Rose Garden. They have a cool little, like, baseball diamond of statues up front. I, I, like, I like Cincinnati's uh, atmosphere they got.
0: All right. Well, we, Brad and I need to go with you. I know you've been to Cincinnati multiple times, I think. So Brad and I need to join you one time when you go to the Reds and check out this park. I've heard good things about the park, not just from you. So I don't think it's just that you're a Reds fan. Maybe having a number one is you just being a Reds fan, but.
3: Yeah, it's a very fan friendly area and uh, they got a lot of cool stuff to do there.
0: Well, that's good. It sounds like you also in your rankings, which is probably a fair way to do it. You, you account for, other stuff to do while you're in the area, which is probably a good way to do it.
1: Yeah. And I think the whole idea behind a ballpark isn't just the stadium itself. It's the atmosphere that it puts off. So you got to really judge that.
0: That's true. Yeah.
1: Dave's doing a good job.
0: Yeah. Dave's doing a good job with this. Dave, I hate to put you on the spot again, but you've seen Aladdin. (laughs) What are your thoughts of Aladdin?
3: I went into Aladdin with pretty uh, with a low bar set for Aladdin to reach, uh, but it, it was good. Uh, Will Smith was better than expected. I thought, you know, watching somebody else try to be the genie would just be a fail. Uh, but he made it it's a, his own. And if you like Will Smith, then you'll like the genie. Um, they added a couple songs in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Added. Yeah, really there were
1: there were a couple of songs that did not need to be in there.
0: Yeah. Oh, Brad's uh, seen Aladdin, too. I didn't realize. I'm sorry, Brad.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was two songs. I won't bother getting into it here because certain reasons or whatever, but okay. there's Thank a you. couple songs that just do not be the, uh, the thing thing that Yeah. The biggest thing that I
3: think they could have done better was had a more intimidating Jafar. Yeah. Agreed. I felt like he wasn't, you know, as intimidating or as scary as the cartoon version.
1: Yeah, his voice was too (laughs) high-pitched. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I'm the only one that hasn't seen Aladdin. I need to see Aladdin still. I also want to see Lion King. Dave and I may have plans in the works to see Lion King. Have you seen Lion King yet, Brad?
1: I have not. I also don't know how I'm going to see it, but I'm going to see it.
0: Yeah. I'm worried about the animals looking weird when they're supposed to be singing. They're
1: going to look about as weird as they did in the Jungle Book. Uh,
0: but I guess it's the more I've thought about the Jungle Book, the less I've liked it. It was okay. The
1: Jungle
3: Book, the jungle book had Mowgli to kind of break it up. This is, you know, nothing but animals <laughs> that get weirder.
0: See, and they put, I saw Leland, who I do another podcast with, so I'll, I shamelessly plug this one on that one, so I'll, I'll do reverse engineering here. If you're in Augusta County, Waynesboro, Stanton area, and you like high school sports or local sports, we do talk about Augusta County, your Augusta County sports. It's the Yak Sports Podcast. We also talk about JMU, kind of a hot topic on there this weekend. I won't talk about that here. Uh, but, yeah, we talk about Virginia Tech and UVA, too, a little bit. But, anyway, uh, he was talking about all the live-action Disney movies that have been made, and they were ranked. Uh, Cinderella was one. I. I haven't seen Cinderella. Mm
1: -hmm. I didn't even know they did one.
0: Yeah, I forgot.
1: I think uh, Rob Stark's in nothing. Yeah, he is. Did they not advertise that at all?
0: I just forgot about it.
1: It's been a while since it's been out, so I don't think they were like...
0: It's been um, out for like four years. Yeah.
1: No way.
0: Well, here's another one you're not going to remember, and I haven't seen it. 1996 was the live-action 101 Dalmatians.
1: Um, I do oh. I do remember that. It was not that good. If like I remember correctly.
0: Well, see, that's what they had as number two. And I don't remember it. Uh, so I don't know if I saw good. it I and know. just didn't like it. Yeah, but it definitely wasn't as good as the cartoon. Um, But they're making a Cruella de Vil, which I'm very excited for. And that's coming out soon. But they had Christopher Robin at eight of, I think it was 11 have been made. And they had Christopher Robin at eight. The two Alice in Wonderlands were at the bottom, which, good. They stunk. Um,
1: Are they including, like, Maleficent and all that?
0: Yeah, Maleficent, I think, was under the top five. I think it was four. I liked Maleficent.
1: Yeah, but they're making more of those.
0: They're making a Maleficent, too. I don't know how I feel. Well, we'll see. I, I have high hopes for it because I liked the first one. Um, Dave, did you see Maleficent?
3: I've only seen bits and pieces
0: on TV. Okay, did you see Christopher I Robin? See
1: oh yeah, did. I did see Christopher
0: Robin. Christopher Robin's okay. great. I laughed
1: so much during
0: that movie. Eeyore <laughs> and Pooh are just amazing. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: um, Dumbo was near the bottom. Dumbo was nine. I think that was the next one after the Alice yeah, in Wonderland. Yeah. yeah,
3: Dumbo wasn't great.
0: Dumbo is hard to make in the 21st century.
3: Yeah. Michael Duffer was my favorite part of Dumbo.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just hard to
1: make that movie. When
0: you watch the original and you're like, yeesh, it's hard to make that movie again in the 21st century. I I get it.
1: Um, you're going to poop on Michael Keaton? Because Ryan might have a problem.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Friend of the pod, Ryan, will be all over if you tell him Michael Keaton wasn't good. Um... <laughs> Uh, but yeah Maleficent was good and then there were some other ones I, Beauty and the Beast they had low I think they had that at 7 I I liked Beauty and the Beast I thought that was well done
1: Uh, I thought it was better than Jungle Book I which they had
0: Jungle Book ahead of
1: I, it took me like three separate times to watch it through one time really yeah it was just kind of hard to get through
0: what did you think Dave?
3: I like Beauty and the Beast yeah, I like uh, I like kind of what they added to it too, where they try to tell you what happened to Belle's
0: mom mm-hmm. uh, and
1: little things
0: like that. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. I, I'm worried about Lion King. I've heard rumors that Be Prepared has changed a little bit. Um, <laughs> that uh, I talked about that with Leland. I look, the Elton John songs in that movie are one and two. But I think Be Prepared is better than the title song, so I think Be Prepared is my third favorite song, and Be Prepared is low-key an amazing Disney song that doesn't get a lot of love.
1: You're going to lose that fight on saying it's better than the opening song.
0: I'm going to win it, but okay.
1: No, you're going to lose it to everyone else.
0: Well, we're going to have John Leonard on soon. Let's ask him. He hates the Lion King, apparently. Does he really? Yeah, and I guess I get it. He lives in Africa during the Except for the summer. Uh, and I guess is the correct term of year I was trying to find. And he said it's cliche and he hates akuna matata because everyone says it and he hates it. <laughs> so I guess if I guess if that happened all the time I would understand. Um, That's
1: great.
0: <laughs> so yeah, maybe we won't say akuna matata when we bring him on. Um <sighs> But yeah, I I like um, I like the Lion King. It's one of my first Disney movies watching as a kid, so I love the animated version. I love Be Prepared. If they change that too much, I'm gonna be really upset. Yeah,
1: you're it not gonna, gonna be a shot-for-shot
0: remake. Uh, go ahead, Dave, and then I'll go back to you, Brad.
3: You gotta have them hyenas marching around.
0: Yeah, I want them. I want <laughs> the hyenas goose-stepping. exactly, Brad.
1: That's that's what's gonna change. You're not gonna have a shot-for-shot shot remake
0: that's the one shot that changes is just the be prepared scene <laughs> Yeah, he isn't here to
3: defend himself but I'm excited for him to see it so
0: he can listen to uh, Billy Eichner as Timon yes I am so excited that is the good part about Timon is Billy Eichner is going to be Timon, Billy on the street, Chris's favorite show for a, dollar. <laughs> for a dollar yeah if you ever see Chris on the street which if you do, oh, awesome um just make sure to ask him whatever you do just say for a dollar and then ask him a question he loves it uh, he loves billy on the street it's his favorite show timon in the jungle timon in the jungle for yeah Pumbaa for a dollar <laughs> uh all right well that will do it for us here on 40 sports now that we're done with the disney talk which i think lasted as long as the baseball talk but hey Disney is king.
1: Important things.
0: Yeah, Disney is king. Um, So until next week, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 4D Sports Podcast. Again, the playoffs will be starting Sunday, uh, weather permitting, I suppose. But we'll be trying to make it to as many games as possible, get as many interviews as possible. We want to have John from All Things Valley League on again, which if you don't check out All Things Valley League, do it. He's been great with updating playoff scenarios. We've been retweeting that. Uh, He is great about that. Uh, He's doing his homework there as well as everything else with the Valley League. He'll tell us what we messed up on this week as well, I'm sure. Um, And he's a great guy. The one problem I have is he did jinx the Orioles no hitter. Uh, We did put on Twitter, the Orioles had a no hitter going into the seventh. I put on Twitter, a thing is happening in Baltimore. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Then the no hitter gets broken up. I delete the tweet. He calls me out for deleting the tweet and says, did you delete the tweet that caused me to turn the game on only to see the no-hitter broken up on the very next pitch? And I said, yes, but also you just told me that you didn't follow the instructions on the tweet and you didn't keep doing whatever you were doing. So come on, John. We're all Orioles fans here. Um, Even if you're actually a Philly fan, you're we're all Orioles fans here when they play Boston. So come on. But until next week, thank you to everyone who listens and shares the episodes. Be sure to find us on Twitter at 4D underscore sports. We're on Facebook, 4D Sports Podcast. Subscribe on Podbean and iTunes and Spotify to make sure you never miss an episode of 4D Sports. Until next week. Good night.